Dude, it like legit, it bums me out that like the CIA and the United States are so against communism and socialism. Because like it's literally an unstoppable force. It's an idea that you can't fucking kill. And you'd have to kill literally every single person who's ever said anything about socialism to stop it from spreading. And even then, people will still come up with the same idea again. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, I don't think uh, Marxism will never die. I think communism will never die. There's a difference. What do you mean? Well, Marxism is like basically his point of view and his line. Like communism is a separate thing. I think that there is no way for the working class to forget that they are oppressed. That's my. That's what I'm saying. There that is, is no absolutely true. true. Yeah. So there's no way for the working class. To forget that, even if you were to kill every single person who's ever heard of communism or socialism or Marxism and burned every single book about any of those things, they would still remember that they're oppressed and fight back. Garrett, I feel like if they did all that stuff, like let's say they wiped out every communist in the world and like got rid of all the literature, it would just like be reinvented by oppressed workers that's exactly like it, what it i'm saying be, yeah. yeah 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 absolutely because even if you exterminated every single thing on earth that anything that obtains anything that contains the word socialism and everyone that knows anything about socialism if you kill if you destroy all of that like it will still come back because it's the truth it's and that's because we have point. it's because morality exists we created a moral compass and a lot of the ideas that exist in socialism and communism are are for the moral good, basically. It's for the it's for the it's for the greater good, I guess. It's for the good of all people, and not just like a certain amount of people. Ozzy over here that? being a fucking being a fucking uh, Harry Potter nerd. It's for the greater good, bro. For the greater good. <laughs> it's bro. for the greater good. I mean, it's I... the truth, bro. When you said we've created a moral compass, it's like, I don't know if that, it's not because we've created morality, it's because there is such a thing as decency, right? Like, there's such a thing as, like, objectively what is right and wrong, I would argue. No? Yeah, no, because we're, 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 we're so, it's, it's because our self-awareness has led us to create a moral compass. Like, like in nature, there, there are times where, like, an animal could probably understand that something is unfair. But the thing is, um, for predators and all that shit, they don't, they're not really thinking about like, hey, oh, dude, I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm real sorry about me having to kill you to survive, buddy. Like, but like, I need to do this. Are, are not humans predators? Uh, not really. We're it not. It depends we're not, on how you not. look at it. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like we don't need to be predators. We could easily, uh, eat. We could literally go to eating veggies because uh and we could be fine because we now know how to get all the nutrients that we would ever need and we and we can chemically create these nutrients that only exist in meat you have strayed far from the path of the initial disagreement that i had okay okay my bad my bad okay so basically what i'm saying is that morality is not a thing because in nature nature doesn't give a fuck about who dies. Now, now that's, that's the appeal to like nature. You you always okay. want to talk about fallacies. Now you're saying 
okay, okay, nature, okay. there's no such thing as morality, and that's not a good argument. Uh, and also, that's not true. Nature, evolution can cause things to have a moral compass. And that's like what I was trying to say. I was trying to well, say that you said we made morals, and that's why we agree, or something along those lines. That's how I understood it. Right, because different cultures, different cultures have different senses of morality, is what he's saying, Evan. There are different, <laughs> there are differences. I think he's just saying, as humans, we've created morals. And I don't agree. I think that as no. an animal, you can tell when something is immoral, for the most part. I, I I disagree. I don't think I don't think animals are out here. It's because human beings have a self awareness, unlike other animals. Other, I disagree with that, okay. But now we're gonna get back to the fact that, like, do you think humans are animals? Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, we've evolved. Our 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 intelligence is our greatest tool, and we've gone to the point where we've developed this type of self awareness. Where we can think of things uh, philosophic, uh, yeah, philosophically, and there's not animals out here like your dog isn't like, oh man, if I look up in the sky and I see the stars, I realize I'm only a speck in the universe and my life is meaningless or whatever I do must be meaningless to the size of the universe. See, but like, how no do one, you know no that, Z? How do you know that? No, bitch, because we know that. Like, no animal is doing that. We know for a fact no animal is doing that. How we, do we know for a fact no animal is doing that? I'm vegan, oh, bro. On, I, gotta, I don't, I don't I gotta, fucking kill animals. To on, me, I, eating animals I, is immoral. I, 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 I got a call. call. Take your call. Take hold, your call. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So th does that call mean that he's working? Yes, he's working. Yes. Uh, but I do think it would be interesting to talk about how dad believe like dad you don't think that human beings are animals do you or do you believe that human beings are animals we share dna but is so i'm saying there are animals there are other living creatures on earth that are different that are there are different animals on earth is a human being also an animal is it in the animal kingdom is it a member of the same walking creature living creatures that roam the earth or is it somehow separate i don't understand your question well evan hegel even hegel would say that we're different that that but hegel's a fucking idiot hegel's not a fucking idiot hegel is literally one of the cornerstones of marxism no, Marx, Marx oh fucking disagreed with it. Yeah, they, dude, it's science. You disagree with certain things, but they are still built upon each other. They build upon each well, other. That, no. Hegel, Marx was inspired by Hegel, but yeah. the main parts of Marxism, the important bits of Marx's philosophy are where he disagrees with Hegel. Anyway, even Hegel would say that there are... Even Hegel yeah. would say that humans are different from the re from the rest of the animals in the animal kingdom, because, like Ozzy was saying, we are the only. I disagree with Hegel, but he would say that we are the only ones capable of sentient thought, like actually being able to like make well real decisions that can affect things. What you, you don't know that, and he no, didn't I, know that I, he was. Yeah, I'm saying I disagree with that, but he would say that he. He was speculating on on the premise that you know whales, for example, or you know dolphins, do not have physical bodies of the capacity to speak in human languages. 
right. if if that were possible then i think we would be looking at you know the animal species a lot differently if they could communicate or if we could understand them rather than theorizing what you know their their body language is gesturing you know we have people uh animalologists or whatever they're called that assume yeah. that you know yeah uh, you're dad, right dad, yeah, the I'm term for it is scientologists i'm pretty sure I, i'm making no. fun of it <laughs> no zoologist oh i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> yeah that's typical uh, <laughs> dude dad hates ozzy <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's not, to me, it's a pretty, it's not super complicated. It's pretty cut and dry. Humans are animals. And I don't think, I think it, it seems very, it's extremely human centric. I don't know what the actual, like, bougie word would be anthropo fucking centric or something. anthropomorphic is is making animals seem like human yeah, so but it's not that you're making yeah. animals seem like human but you're making you're distancing humans yeah. from animals yeah so it's the opposite right you're well i'm not saying uh, i'm not i'm not no, saying, I'm saying humans aren't animals but no, there no, is no we were asking right. dad if he thought animals were human oh, were human were animals. i'm just trying to say that most people act like human beings are this special different thing from like everything else in nature and i'm saying that we're a lot closer than everybody would like to think on the way over i was listening to npr and they were talking about the black owned Maine movement that was pretty cool fine what is what is that movement i think uh they're just trying to get um more businesses to be owned by black people instead of like just everything owned by white people i mean yeah that's definitely better but still like the point isn't to own businesses the point is to fucking destroy capitalism bro <laughs> well yes but like not everyone sees it that way i know and i i don't know like minimizing the division between Races is better than yes, it is. It's good. Nothing, I guess. Jared, what are you doing right now? Are you playing like Dota in the background without telling us? No. Can we talk about how Leninism is immortal? <laughs> or what about Stalinism? That's not real. Stalinism's not real, dude. Jared is a memer. It is in my heart of hearts. <laughs> Stalin was a Marxist Leninist, bro. Marxist, Marxism, Leninism was an invention of Stalin. No, it was. Oh my God! No, it wasn't. What are you talking no. about? No, it was not. Marx never called himself a Marxist, and Lenin never called himself a Leninist. But Stalin called Marx called Lenin a Marxist Leninist to justify his own action. They're going to rage quit now. If I was going to rage quit, it would be it would be uh, when I was. Uh, incorrect about something, not when I'm correct about it. <laughs> Jared, do you think that communism and Marxism are the same thing? Close enough to use them interchangeably, yeah, why? Well, not that you, not necessarily that's, that's that you can use them interchangeably, but do you think that communism is Marxism? No. Okay. 
do you think Marxism is communism, though? Yeah. Yes. You can't see me, Jared, but I get a huge grin on my face, bro. <laughs> oh, it was just Cold War propaganda. A royalty-free Cold War propaganda. It wasn't one of these, but how to spot a communist looks intriguing. I bet it's interesting. I think it's... In recognizing a communist, physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a communist, we take his word for it. If a person consistently reads and advocates the views expressed in a communist publication, he may be a communist. If a person supports organizations which reflect communist teachings, or organizations labeled communist by the Department of Justice, she may be a communist. If a person defends the activities of communist nations while consistently attacking the domestic and foreign policy of the United States, she may be a communist. If a person does all these things over a period of time, he must be a communist. But there are other communists who don't show their real faces, who work more silently. The sign literally <laughs> says, end the KKK terror. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying these are the bad guys, dude. <laughs> the sign says, end KKK terror. And they're like, look at these subversive communist anti-Americans. Also, they were like pointing out that women are yeah. uh, communists. They were at least like implying it. If she espouses yeah. anti-imperialists, or anti-American sentiment. Yeah. Did you did you notice that she was raging? Yeah. Like like maniacal rage. Yeah, she was ranting and raving, yeah. Yeah. And at that and at that point he went from that image to saying if they do all of these things at once, they are a communist. Yeah. Giving giving double negative imaging. That's definitely propaganda. Dude, like, they're not even saying anything, though. They're like, if they openly say they're a communist, they're a communist. That's like, yeah. they're not it's saying really what, how to actually spot a communist. They, they should be saying, if they talk about how everyone should be equal, <laughs> then you're talking to a communist. Right. Like, right. <laughs> well, I think they're also, they're also kind of, they're kind of pulling their punches a little bit because they're like, if someone says they're a communist, then we take it. We take their word for it. But mm -hmm. then they go if they read communist newspapers and espouse the uh, the contents the wherein contents of the yeah of the newspaper, then they may be a communist. Talk about the benefits of communism and then discredit the. Uh... Oh, yeah, it's weird because it's like even the first one. If they're reading and espousing communist perspectives, they may be a communist. It's so funny because they're really not saying anything. They're basically saying. Anyone who's left-wing, who has left-wing positions, may be a communist. Anyone who reads left-wing, none of them are wearing masks. <laughs> they don't show their they real. Don't show their real faces, and they're all just normal people. The irony of that, Evan, is that if you took the if you took that group shot or any of those individual shots and compared them to the Screen Actors Guild, you probably would find that every one of them is a paid professional actor. So not using their real faces, what? Oh wait, you're talking right. about 
Are you talking about? Are you saying that the actors are communists, or that actors are portraying communists? They're portraying communists is what he's implying. That it is a it is a government paid propaganda video shoot. Well, I mean, like Not the really. angry looking lady definitely looks like it could have been an actor. In the background was the growing struggle between two great powers to shape the post-war world. Soviet Russia was expensively stabbing westward, knifing into nations left empty by war. On orders from the Kremlin, Russia had launched one of history's most drastic political, moral, and economic wars, a Cold War. The United States was obliged to help Europe safeguard its traditional freedoms and the independence of its nations. Gone was the spirit of wartime unity that reached its peak on that historic afternoon in April 45 at the Elbe River in Germany. Here, two worlds actually met, but this coalition was to be torn asunder. Already an iron curtain had dropped around Poland, Hungary, Yugoslavia, Bulgaria. Ah, but this is Europe, you say. But let's see what can happen elsewhere in, say, the small town of Mawsonie, Wisconsin. Peaceful, isn't it? But the red truncheon falls and the chief of police is hustled off to jail. Next, public utilities are seized by fifth colonists. Watch carefully what happens to an editor who operates under a free press. He goes to jail, too, and his newspaper is confiscated. Exit freedom of thought. Yes, this is life under the Soviet form of government. The little town of Mawsonie made this experiment for 24 hours, a public service to all America. It can't happen here? Well, this is what it looks like if it should. part of the problem it, the, the, the verbiage is used to, to obfuscate and you know distract people from the, the trajectory of right. these corrupt ideas like when people have a debate it's not necessarily that they disagree with each other but they don't fully comprehend what the other person is trying to say and we can't we can't read each other's minds so we jump to conclusions and assume and we find one or two points that we want to fight about not necessarily want to fight about but those are the targets that we pick and like you and i evan most of the time we agree but it's sticking points you know a, a definition or a misinterpreted word that cause all of the dissension or the majority of the dissension. Ultimately, we have the same goal. We, we want to, to liberate people from this, this tyranny of capitalism. But to try and say, you know, we want to destroy capitalism to the general public. Oh, you must be a fucking commie. And uh, also, I feel like even though... I'm going to say this, and this is very conspiratorial and oh, God. God-like. Even, I don't believe it, but I, I'm going to say it as if I do. 
Uh, I like how it, it's black and white, this glorious communist uh, fucking... Utopia? <laughs> yeah, not utopia, but this glorious communist parade on Red Square. It's in black and white to try to drain the proletarian energy. Because they, can, they can't show us all that red, because it will turn us all into fucking Leninists immediately. So it has to be black and white. All right, no one thought it was funny. We're mo- moving on. Look, No, but look at this, the photo of Lenin on the building back there. You see it? Yeah. He's a hot boy. I love his bald head. Black and white because it was, what, 1947? Yeah. So there's something I just noticed. They're showing these, like, beams of light. But for the communist one, it was, like, lightning bolts. Like, yep. jagged edges. These are, like, straight, concise. And also, look, it's coming from the American coast across towards yeah. Europe. Like, Europe is somehow shrouded in darkness by the evil communist hordes. <laughs> and and the American fucking saviors. The psychological... The psychological thing is that the lightning bolts are traumatic and dramatic, and and the searchlights are spreading the light yeah. in lightning. It's all good. It's all good, man. Ron, I genuinely love you. You are like a second father to me. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could be a second father to you. Well, Dad, you're like my. You're like a second father to me too. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate that. Dad, you're like a fourth father to me. Well, I thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. Uh, as the first father to all of my children, I must say that I love you all. Yeah. So Arthur is everyone's dad, including dad's. Wait, yeah. that makes... If if he's my second father, though, that makes him my, my son that, and my... That, make, that means dad? you grew up in central Maine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own grandpa. This is a lie, man. That's what I mean I was going to break it, because I was going to say I won't pause it, but this is a fucking lie, bro. They're saying... Yeah. That that the communists were like doing fucked up shit and that's why we had to do a cold war but the fucking east and west the the, the american government agreed with this fucking soviet government to set up these borders and the american government actually agreed to help the soviets and then backed out of it in order to reinforce the fucking fascist western europeans like they left the nazi they were like hey guys don't be nazis be just be our little hound dogs and then they just backed them up like they just hooked them up with all the shit so what what are they even talking about that the european or the uh, soviets are like conquering these nations when the americans agreed to these borders two sides the iron curtain borderline thing it only stands to reason if you look at it logically on on the east side of that the russians had you know covered all of that ground and destroyed, pounded, beat up, smashed, all of that, all of the cities and towns, and they needed to rebuild the infrastructure, and they were responsible, and they tried to do that. So as far as, you know, taking over, what was the Marshall Plan from the U.S.? It's basically we were installing our own little governments in all of those deposed places. You know, I mean, it, it's same difference, but because the Russians were doing it, it was bad. Yeah. And, and and this is the propaganda that we're watching. Yeah, the difference, though, is that the Marshall Plan was like this actual nefarious thing where we're like, we are beating this place up to oblivion, basically. And then we're well, no, instituting the, the, the our Marshall... own, we're instituting our own fucking capitalist ideology on these places to rebuild them in our image but the soviets the soviets weren't doing it out of a nefarious thing they were specifically 
they had destroyed this area I don't, and they were rebuilding I don't see how I don't see how first off you know when you when you're talking about you know rebuilding a place especially something that's been pulverized like Europe east or west Europe they were they were almost obliterated every town was bombed and you know infrastructure was destroyed and people's lives were in shambles and the US and the allies were financially like the fucking you know catholic church they had more money than god and the russians didn't the russians were friggin poor but they still took it upon themselves to try and rebuild the things that they had helped destroy you know the germans had just as much to do with it but they they still were trying to stand up and you know reach the agreement that was made at the what was it the river elba they they decided that they were going to try and you know restore some semblance of organization to what had turned into chaos during and post war so you know this propaganda film talking about you know the the claws of russian communism is just a joke it's pathetic so the thing i would say is that i agree with you guys for like 99% of what you're saying the the issue here in this propaganda film is that they're acting as though the soviets are being aggressors right was the way that the us changed its stance from being an ally of the Soviet Union into being an adversary of the Soviet Union, it turned it turned its back on the treaties it made and the agreements it made with the Soviet Union, and then took an adversarial position and basically said, the Soviet Union is too strong and we must contain it. And that is always what the US does. After the US uses um, nations who are trying to liberate themselves or liberate their neighbors from oppression, then they fucking turn, once they've used up what they can get out of it, then they turn on them and they turn and they claim that they're now like evil and an aggressor and they need to be destroyed. And they all, it's like a consistent thing throughout history that the U.S. will use nations when it's profitable or when it's convenient them and you know it, it, in World War II the Soviets lost 27 million people fighting against the fascists and the US they used that manpower and then they turned around and once they were able to they then just, they tore the Soviet Union down at every means at their disposal they tore the Soviet Union down so the US is like the biggest fucking backstabber in the history of the world and one thing I'll mention, too, that just comes to mind is look at how much the U.S. like talks shit about France. The U.S. wouldn't even fucking exist if it wasn't for France. The U.S. is like the global backstabber. Like, yeah. never trust the U.S. The, uh, the key Turn is, the, the key is, okay, the monopolization of it, which it, it is, it is capitalists 101, you know, of, of, I don't want to say entrepreneurism, but it is the, the model of monopolization. Threats, physical threats, all kinds of things to dominate. He, 
became the king, the emperor. And that is the model, Capitalism 101. Edison did it with Tesla. And corporations, they've got uh, money in the bank with the Federal Trade Commission endorsing the idea that you, you can you can make your employee sign a non-disclosure, which means if you work for McDonald's, you can't go to work for Wendy's because of the possibility that you might give away some trade secret, as if a burger flipper knows how to make the fucking secret sauce, right? But you can't, you can't, uh, like Tesla, for example, a lot of the inventions that he came up with while he was working for Edison, Edison patented as if they were his. And his idea was, oh, you work for me, therefore your brain is my brain and I get all the profit and here's your $20 for the month of July. So this video, you know, when, when Evan was talking about the, uh, talking about, you know, what America did to the, to the Russians, to the Soviet Union, he's correct. But it wasn't necessarily you and me, Mr. and Mrs. America. It was the, the government and the shadow government, the military industrial complex government doing it. I, I think I think most Americans would shake hands and have a vodka or share a beer with, with anybody from any other country. Brenna Bren said she'll cook for everyone. But I also haven't eaten since yesterday. Do you deliver, Brenna? Just airdrop. Yeah. Since the podcast is run by the CIA, we'll have it ETA inbound five minutes. Yeah. All right. That I have to say this: Yugoslavia that was fairly independent from the Soviet Union. Like they were not controlled by the Soviet Union. It's trying to be like Wisconsin is about to be invaded by the Reds. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Dude, that, that looks like a badass newspaper, dude. That's exactly, that's exactly what the CIA did. Yeah, it is. They took over all the media outlets and then began processing all of this propaganda. I'm actually pro-demolishing the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I love it, dude. They were... They were targeting segmented portions to try and draw them all into this one, you know, collective idea that we have to fight communism, we have to fight socialism. Taking out churches, taking out libraries, taking out what? Human ties, emotional ties, and then this top one says national loyalty. It's like, oh, here, let's let's go meet the members of the American Legion who have been burning down union halls since 1893. Yeah, but see that let's bring the veterans in. Yeah. And remember it's a threat it's a threat to religion, it's a threat to education, it's a threat to liberty. Also they're implying that it's like a de evolution thing, like turn the clock right. back to communism. The main thing the American Legion did early on in the US was to go around and fucking attack union members and burn down union halls and fucking threaten and intimidate workers and shit. That's like their main their main role was just to like harass and So what you're saying is that that the military industrial complex utilized the auspices or under the guise of the American Legion as bullies, thugs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This is just be anti-communist. I don't get that. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs>
I said, why would businesses be anti-communist? I don't really get that. Oh. <laughs> it hits just as good the second time, bro. The capitalists gave us something for free that we didn't even have to ask for. Did you hear what they said? What was it? Free parking for all. Oh, hey. fuck yeah, dude. Free parking at the mall, dude. Wait, wait, don't so worry. you're saying this mall is a communist? It's a communist mall, dude? Hell yeah. No, no you just get to park your fucking car oh, yeah. and for and go in and buy stupid shit you don't well, need. Well, the parking's only free because they know they can't get away with charging for spaces. Exactly. Here it is, ready? Co- communists can't acquire cars with that, Yeah, that's a classic. You never heard that one, Arthur? Oh, that, my God. In the Soviet Union, they had to wait 15 years to get an automobile. Did you know that? Oh, my, oh my God. God. They literally threatened nukes. They were just like, oh, we got nukes. Don't worry about Jesus it, guys. We Christ. got nukes. We can murder anyone we want. We, yeah. we already got the Japanese. We can bomb the Russians, too. Make mine freedom. Bartender, can you give me some freedom? I want some capitalism on the rocks. Please. Yes? I wanted to tell, I wanted to tell uh, Jared. Hey, Jared. Um, What's up, bro? You going you gonna to get on for some RA later? Definitely. I mean, I... Yeah, I just gonna I'm just gonna watch some fucking shit real quick and eat and then uh, do you wanna play? I'll play with you Evan. Oh well I'll just fucking I'll come in too then. God damn it. <laughs> Message Norman, see if Why he you wants wanna... to play. Why do you wanna come in, Jared? Let me and, and motherfucking Evan wanna be one. Motherfucker. Fine, you wanna be one. Fine. No, no, I'm just messaging you. Of course you can join. <laughs>